Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Matt St. Jack. Whether you're an avid anime fan, a wee tadpole still finding your way, or anywhere in between, I'll be providing my opinions and insights on anime old and new. Think Yelp with help from friends and producers from other shows weighing in. I know you can't wait to hear, and I can't wait to tell, so let's get to it. This is Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Let's go. What's going on? It's your boy Matt St. Jack back at it again with the white bands, except no white bands as always, but back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. Uh, today it's just going to be me, my lovely voice, and myself um, as we talk through an episode that I'm tagging um, Tag Team Champions of the World. So, in my best Bruce Buffer voice, not to get copyrighted, but let's get ready to fight. I'm just going to keep it simple like that, so that way there's no issues. Um, but you know what the saying actually is. Um, so before I get into it, I want to thank you, each and every one of you, for listening and sharing the show. Without you guys, this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding. If you're not already following me on social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AnimeTalk12. There you will find updates and news in regards to upcoming giveaways and episodes. Currently the only giveaway is if you want a sticker let me know i'll grab send you a sticker so just reach out to me on those social media handles and i will send you out some um some stickers um as far as any upcoming episodes i got a couple of really cool episodes that are going to be coming up as we kind of near the end of uh season five um again i know that this uh season has kind of dragged along i guess you could say um just because of everything that's kind of been going on so thank you guys for still sticking with me but like i said we're we're approaching that um the end of this season and like i said once we get to the end of this season guys i can't believe but we'll be at an ep- we'll be at a hundred episodes for the show so can't wait for that so just make sure that you are following me on those social media handles because i got a very special episode um for episode 100 so make sure that you guys uh, continue to follow through the journey. And like I said, follow me um, at Anime Talk 12 on Instagram and Twitter, um, respectively. Um, let me know when you guys follow, if you like or dislike an episode or anything like that, because I love interacting with you, the fans. Again, I'm more active on my Twitter, um, but I'm on Instagram as well, just not as much. Um, and as always, there may be spoilers ahead, so you have been warned. Shout out to the homie Alejandro. So let's go ahead and get into this episode. So like I said, this episode is dubbed uh, Tag Team Champions of the World. Um, shout out to, I'm not even going to mispronounce this name, but U-T-K-A-R-S-H-A-S-I-N-G-T-H, Synth. I think I can say the last part, but basically they posted this in uh, Black Otaku Queen, which is an anime group on Facebook. Um, so thank you for the idea as I was kind of looking through some of my Facebook groups, because that's where I get a lot of my motivation when I'm looking for something that I haven't talked about, something that's unique, or I'm just kind of like, Bleh. I'm looking for something like I can't find a topic that I want to talk about. So shout out to my groups um, that I'm in, specifically Black Otaku Queen. Um, Facebook group for this post um, and for this episode also shout out to fandom cbr.com my anime list you know how we always get down Um, I like to give shout outs to all the sources um, if I remember at the very beginning of the episode 
So let's go ahead and jump into this episode. It's not going to be super duper long. I just have a couple of different characters that I want to kind of talk through, um, talk through why they make such a good team, some of their abilities, what show they're from and who the characters are themselves. So let's go ahead and jump into the episode. So first and foremost, like I said, a tag team champion of the of the world. The thing that always sticks out in my mind is I remember growing up watching wrestling. For those of you um, who are kind of my, like myself, I'm 33. So I remember watching like the old school wrestling, like WCW, NW, like the NWO and all these different, you know, the New World Order and all these different groups and stuff like that growing up. And one of my favorite tag teams, actually probably my still my favorite tag team, hands down, has to be uh, the Road Warriors. That was Animal and Hawk. But, I mean, you have so many tag teams um, throughout history that I really loved, which was, um, you know, like the Dudley Boys with their 3D or Edge and Christian or the Brothers of Destruction with Kane and uh, The Undertaker, which I was so heartbroken. I really thought that they were family. Um, they, had me, they had me thinking that they were family this whole time, the Brothers of Destruction. Um I just remember so many, like, uh, what was the other one? D-Generation X, which wasn't necessarily a tag team um, because it had a lot of different members. Of course, the Hardy Boys. Uh, it was just so many different tag teams that are out there. But essentially what a tag team is, I guess, if for those of you who don't know, if you somehow don't know, um, but a tag team is usually two members who come together um, in a wrestling match. You would think that there would be one uh, one member from each tag team inside the ring fighting. You can run back to the uh, to your corner and tag your partner. They come in and they basically take over where you left off. So essentially, I wanted to give that visualization. So as you're listening to this episode, think of some of these characters as tag teams who are essentially like in this wrestling match, right? One of them that's starting off, the other one sitting on the ropes, rating waiting to come in um and you know what i'm saying fight um and help win the actual match itself so um the first tag team uh the first tag team um that's actually entering in this episode is going to be goten and trunks uh from dragon ball z slash dragon ball super um and i guess it's more super than anything just because go uh because of trunks when he is kid trunks so um but anyway so their abilities uh obviously they can go super saiyan um and they have a fusion technique which everyone uh knows about go tanks if you don't you're missing out you gotta look it up it's probably one of my favorite fusions um and not only is one of my favorite fusions it's also one of um i don't know it's one of the coolest looking ones they got like the super galactic donuts and um the super ghost kamikaze attack all these really cool and really innovative moves and i'm thinking now that i'm thinking about it was this also gt i feel like maybe there's some gt in there some z gt stuff like that um gt was kind of a blur in my mind because i started watching it and i really didn't follow all the way through so can't remember if they were there um so um like I said, the abilities, they have Super Saiyan, they can fuse together um, using the fusion dance. Um, 
and I guess the next thing is why they work so well together. So Goku's son, Goten, becomes a natural companion for Trunks, Vegeta's son, um, and the two become a team that's practically inseparable. Goten and Trunks are so used to operating as a unit that they even extend their friendship into fusion and become a formidable warrior as Goten. So again if you haven't necessarily followed Dragon Ball Z then maybe this is a spoiler if you didn't follow the Dragon Ball series in general because of course it was Z or there was Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Kai, Dragon Ball Super, GT, all these other um, versions and kind of spinoffs that happened from Dragon Ball. But if you remember, then the protagonist for the show, Goku, ends up having a son, which was Gohan. I did an episode on how badass Gohan should have been, but for some reason they nerfed him completely down, phased him out, brought him back as Great Saiyan Man, and now we're trying to they're trying to kind of revitalize uh, or revive him um, in Dragon Ball Super. But um, Goten is the younger brother now. So you had Gohan. He was the only one there. And I feel like everything that they tried to do with Gohan back in the day, they pretty much have pushed towards Goten. Like he was able to turn Super Saiyan fairly quick. He has all the aptitude of Gohan when he was younger. He's ditzy just like his dad, whereas Gohan was more serious because they grew up in totally different times. Um, and But in this situation, Goten has had the opportunity to see his brother grow up. He has a loving mom with Chi Chi. He's got um he's got his dad uh, you know, he's got his Goku's actually around for this one, which, you know, is always funny because like he wasn't there much for Gohan when he was growing up. Um but yeah, he's got a nice support cast around him. Um and in this one obviously we knew that uh, we know that go we know that i'm sorry we know that vegeta ends up having a son which is trunks we knew that from z because trunks came back from the future um and then he ended up growing up and like actually coming into this timeline so we knew that trunks was growing up so when trunks is growing up goten comes up and they end up becoming best friends um i would say that they're best friends um they always hang out with each other both sayings it's just natural um when you sit down and you think about Trunks, Trunks, um, his character is still growing up with a rough dad with Vegeta, still trying to figure out what he's got going on. So it was just natural that him and um, Goten would become friends. Um, and obviously at this point, um, I guess it is kind of a spoiler. Well, I'm not going to say it. But anyway, if you know about what's happening in Super and where we kind of ended in Super um, going forward, then you know that... Um, Anyway, I'm not gonna go too far into that, but um, Trunks is uh, Trunks is is growing up um, and uh, has to kind of step up a little bit more just because of uh, his little sister. Um, I guess it is kind of a spoiler, kind of not because I mean she did pop up in one of the movies, so it's kind of a spoiler, kind of not a spoiler. Um, but uh, yeah, because she was in the Super Brawly movie, I believe. But anyway. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the first team. And like I said, they, they have a really good relationship because of who their fathers were. Their fathers were good friends. They're still really good friends, obviously. I would consider them as best friends as well. So it only made sense that as they had children, those children grew up to kind of become best friends and they're growing up to become best friends. They're still very young, though. Both of them are super duper young. So um, this could be a budding friendship for uh, years and years to come. So let's go ahead and get into the second uh, tag team. So the second tag team, which um, I guess they would be a really weird and unconventional tag team, but the characters are Deku and Bakugo. 
from My Hero Academia or My Hero Academy, or however you want to say it. Um, I've talked about their abilities at length, so I'm not going to really go super deep into them, um, but I'll kind of give a little high level. So their abilities, uh, Deku has one for all, which is kind of like an accumulative power from different um, different users who had it before. It's basically like a, it's basically um, a lot of different abilities, a lot of different powers that have been passed down and kind of combined into one um, one, I guess you could say being, um, so that's one for all. And then explosion, which is Bakugo's ability where he can essentially use his sweat to, uh, form like a catalyst for explosions, um, and bombs and things like that that he can shoot out, um, and use as projectiles. Um, so why they work so well. So Deku and Bakugo, um, have a very complicated relationship. Bakugo bullied Deku for most of their childhood and was extremely aggressive towards him once they both were accepted into UA as he believed that Deku deceived him into thinking he didn't have a quirk. Despite Bakugo's harsh treatment, Deku has risked his safety on several occasions in order to save him. Um, at one point, he was captured by the League of Villains and Deku went out of his way to save him along with his friends. Um, one of the defining moments in their friendship came when Bakugo challenged Deku to, to a fight um, on the UA grounds after All Might's subsequent retirement. In the middle of this, he stopped to express that he felt like he was falling behind after Deku had suddenly grown so strong and gained All Might's acknowledgement. The two of them fought it out, eventually being stopped by All Might. Currently, Bakugo is the only one, is the only person um, who knows about Deku having one for all. So, again, I say that this is a very unconventional relationship because whereas um, Goten and Trunks um, have this really close and separable relationship where they do fusions, they're both the same age, they hang out all the time, um, they're just best friends. This one is more like it was a bully turned friend turned rival turned. I don't know. They just, it, it's all, it's ever changing. Um, but it's specifically in this situation, I say this is a really good friendship because Bakugo has still strived to be better as, and wants to be stronger than Deku. So it creates a rivalry, but their rivalry is more like brothers. Um, I would say, and I believe according to CBR, this was the second, um, most important relationship to Deku. I believe number one was all might, um, for, from a relationship standpoint. So, clearly this is high on the list for a specific reason um, because like I said he's keeping his secret they're always fighting with each other while at the same time pushing each other to get stronger um, Deku is trying to hold him to a higher standard because he's like if you're going to be this strong character and be the one who replaces All Might you need to start acting like it so he's trying to hold him accountable and I, I see this episode or I see this show kind of turning into what it did, what it was before All Might retired where you would have Deku as like one and then Bakugo would be like number two kind of like Endeavor because he's following kind of a little bit of that same kind of mentality on how he thinks about certain things he has his own sense of justice and what that's supposed to look like so I can see this being a very interesting situation where everything comes back full circle um so yeah that's kind of the first two like i said i want to kind of talk about so obviously like i said we're talking tag team champions of the world um we talked about goten and trunks from dragon ball z super um and like i said i believe gt um and then we talked about deku and bakugo from my hero academia or my hero academy or however you want to say it with one for all explosion as their ability um 
and um, why they work so well together. So what we're going to do is take a quick commercial break and I will be right back with you guys to wrap up the episode um, as soon as we get into the next two characters. All right. Thanks, guys, for sticking around. So back at it again with this episode. So we originally, like I said, started talking about um, tag team champions of the world. Uh, the first the first tag team was Goten and Trunks from Dragon Ball Z Super slash GT. And then, of course, we had Deku and Bakugo from My Hero Academia or My Hero Academia. Have you want to pronounce that? So the next set of characters uh, that I wanted to kind of talk about was Killua and Gong. So Killua and Gong from um, Hunter Hunter or Hunter X Hunter, however you want to, um, you know, pronounce that. Um, but their relationship is one of the most easily easily lovable aspects of Hunter Hunter, um, because that it's incredibly wholesome, um, constantly evolving. Um, as a friendship ever since their encounter in the first phase of the hunter exam they've been nearly inseparable and filled voids in each other's lives that neither was originally aware of so this relationship is uh pretty toxic like i mean a lot of people would say that online like when you sit down and you actually think about it killer needed a friend because his dad was like basically we're a family of assassins you don't need friends you don't need anybody you just need yourself um but at the same time his mom was like go out into the world hopefully you find somebody who you care about somebody who you know you want to be friends with for the rest of your life and all this other stuff and gong was more like just kind of there like he was just kind of like well i'm here i i could use a friend because at the end of the day like he didn't want to go through things alone he eventually asked killer to help him on his quest to go find his dad um which you know killer did do um but they had a lot of ups and downs in this relationship it wasn't always peachy um because gone found out again about killer's background and assassin he wasn't he didn't judge him or anything like that he was more curious than anything um, go Killua felt inferior to Gon at one point in the Hunter uh, Hunter exams final phase, um, but there was no judgment there. They ended up coming back together when they went to uh, Kokoro Mountain. Um, Killua ended up holding some advice to help Gon um, before, and when he was doing that, and he was trying to go through the which he was trying to go through um, his quest and everything like that. When he was learning about his different abilities, he ended up um, ended up withholding some of the information there. Um, but Gon ended up staying with him again when he went to help him go find his dad. Um, there was a point in the show where uh, Killua ends up uh, or when Gon ends up fighting and uh about to finish out the fight with pito i believe yeah um gone was fighting pito he ends up telling killua that it meant nothing to him um and just kind of that whole situation was when gone was going through a very dark place in his life um after everything that had kind of happened just because he was enraged with everything at that time um but then at the same time he came back and he apologized for what he said to make up even though it wasn't necessarily a situation where um killer was upset with him or anything like that like so they go back and forth like i said it's a very toxic toxic relationship give and take um so it's a but it's a really unique situation. Um, as far as the way that they fight, again, there's a lot of different techniques for this show. 
um, a lot of different abilities because they use Nin, and so it really just comes down to how they are um, and how they manipulate their abilities. So there's no real way. I don't want to go too too in depth about this one. And shout out to Hunter at Hunter because again, I've heard, and of course, this has been one thing that people have been talking about for years that is potentially going to come back. So we'll see how that goes. In the meantime, I know that I've talked about Hunter at Hunter in depth uh, before on a lot of different shows. So go back and check out some of my other episodes if you want to find out a little bit more about Nin users and how they manipulate and use their abilities. Um, so the last group or the last uh, tag team that would be entering into this one is another one that I think is kind of not it's not really rare or really weird. Um, it's just an interesting relationship that ended up kind of um, budding into like a bromance. And that actually is Ao, um, Aoi and um, Yuji from Jujutsu Kaisen. So with this one, this relationship was interesting just because the way that this kind of started off was that Aoi Toto um, was basically going around and he ended up um, he's a rival from uh, Kyoto Jiu-Jitsu High School. Um, and his first action um, was to attack um, Yuji's friend. So the way that this all started was they were sitting there. They had first met. After he met Ayo, he was like, hey, my only way that I get perception of other people is to ask them what their ideal type of woman is. And so... Um, make him uh make you no i'm not even gonna try to butcher his, his name but uh he ended up basically um yuji's friend ends up trying to answer this question about the type of women he's attacked he's attached to or attracted to and basically his answer was as long as she has an unshakable character i won't ask for more and uh aoe was just basically like you're boring um and he ended up like damn near hitting him with like a close like a close line the good thing about it was he was able to somewhat protect himself against it but it happened so fast in the blink of an eye that it just clearly sent him flying so when they come back um basically the um they come back and he ends up running into Yuji and Ao asks him like what's your you know what's your typical idea of a woman um, and what do you look for? What's your idea type? And basically, he said that he was looking for like a woman that looked like, I think it was Jennifer Lawrence. That's who it was. I had to confirm and make sure. Um, and after that happened, um, they started their whole relationship or friendship based off of um, that answer. So at that point, it basically led to an overactive imagination, um, this crazy like, I don't know, like whimsical happiness that they kind of happened. This, this romance is budding friendship and bromance that started happening. Um, so the thing about this, about this one relationship is, and I've talked again, um, in depth about Jujutsu Kaisen. So I'm um, go back and check out a couple of my other episodes, but specifically for this one, there was a lot of comedic relief that they kind of baked into this um there's ao um he started referring to yuji as his best friend like his quote-unquote best friend um, but they've done a really good job um because like the thing that they did about this episode or that they did about this show that i really like is that they did a really good job of leading them down that path to show that you know that they're going to become best friends and that they're going to um 
you know, continue to reflect and, you know, grow and get to know more about each other. But at the same time, they're leaving room for growth by not allowing them to kind of like go um, like too deep. So they are at this point where they're allowing them to reflect on the quickness of the relationship and they guard themselves uh, against rushing their bromance with the impending influx of content promise because um, Jujutsu Kaisen is supposed to be coming back soon. I believe it's supposed to be this year or, or next year. Um, they're clearly leaving room for growth, allowing viewers to yearn for a more permanent development of these potential soul brothers. So they're very similar in the sense of the women that they like. They're very strong, very powerful characters. Um, there's a couple of pictures you can find and I'll, I'll add one onto this episode when I upload the, uh, the artwork, but they do similar poses. They call each other brother all the time. It's just a really good relationship. They're really good fighters. Um, so that pretty much is the episode in that sense for when it comes to the actual tag teams. Um, so obviously we're looking tag team champions of the world. We have Goten and Trunks from Dragon Ball Z, Super and GT. We have Deku and Bakugo from My Hero Academia or Academia. We have Killua, Gone um, from hunter hunter and we have ao and uh yuji from jujutsu kaisen so if i was to put these four together and i was to say that this was going to be a tag team um i guess first of all let me start off by saying who my favorite tag team would probably be um and this one is kind of tough because i do like goten and trunks um but i really like killer wing gone obviously um and I would say that based off of this list so far, that would probably be my favorite tag team um, is Killua and Gone just because of the relationship that we saw. The anime is pretty much done, quote unquote. Again, I know that there is supposed to be some rumors of it coming back um, at some point. But based off of what I've seen and we had so many episodes to kind of go off of, you were able to see their friendship from start to finish. I would say Killua and Gone are probably my favorite. Um, I'd say followed by... Followed by uh, probably Goten and Trunks, just because I really like <laughs> I really like um, their relationship, and I really like the fusion that they have together, and the simple fact that they're kind of following in their father and their father's footprints as far as uh, Goku and Vegeta. Then I'd probably say Aoi and Yuji from Jujutsu Kaisen um, just because I like their budding romance, his budding relationship that they have right now um, I'm really enjoying this and they're very similar characters um, and then I would say Deku and Bakugo probably my last one not not because they're not really good friends just because when it comes to this list there's so many different variables like Bakugo acts like he wants to be his friend but they don't seem like they really have that good chemistry like it seems like that one you watch a lot of shows where the character is upset like and this kind of goes back to the dragon ball z conversation right of goku and goku and vegeta like they come into it and vegeta's like upset with goku more so because it's not that goku's not strong it's the simple fact that goku doesn't take it serious so when he comes in and he starts fighting he's always mad about the fact that goku doesn't take it serious and i feel like they have a very similar situation like between bakugo and deku it's getting better um, especially with the secret and everything like that that they're, that they're holding 
it's getting better but i just don't see it yet and so on my list they probably number four if this was a tag team like fight i don't even know who would win like honestly i wouldn't even know where to start i don't think the go to the trunks would be at the top it'd probably be anywhere between killer one gone um and yeah killer one gone aoe and um yuji Maybe Deku and Bakugo, and then Goten and Trunks. Unless Goten and Trunks fuse, then Gotenks would be strong, but they can only stay in that form for so long, so they'd probably be at the bottom. Um, I didn't think about how they would end up if they end up fighting, but I would say it'd probably go that way. I'd probably say that Killer One Gone would probably be coming first if they fought, and then AoE and Yuji. Then, like I said, probably Deku and Bakugo, and probably go to the trunks just because the last two are like kid kids even though they're probably around the same age as gone and killua um but yeah i just don't see them beating them like killua is a stone cold killer and gone is like if you even touch or even look at um killua in any type of way he'd probably jump across the table and, and, and beat you up so um yeah that's how we kind of rank those so Guys, thank you so much for sticking around for tonight's episode. Like I said, this was Tag Team Champions of the World, uh, Goten and Trunks from Dragon Ball Z, GT and Super, Deku and Bakugo from My Hero Academia or Academia, Killu and Gon from Hunter x Hunter, and Aoi and um, Yuji from Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, again, thank you for sticking around and supporting the show. Again, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AnimeTalk12. Um, that's AnimeTalk, the number one and two make sure that you guys continue to uh, like and subscribe and follow the podcast share with your friends family and loved ones and continue to be the best version of yourself that you can be continue to be the the light in a world full of darkness and until next time peace this is matt st jack with anime talk mm-hmm.